Gamers, to episode four of PSVG OT. I've missed you. How have you been? Wait, you're listening, so you can't tell me. Well, the people who can tell me how they've been is our my awesome guest today, Devin. I rock the Papa Life Tyus because take yep. care of the babies. Proud of you. And Caro, I don't actually know her last name, so I'll make one up. Superstar Awesome McNugget. <laughs> McNugget. God dang it. <laughs> how are we doing today, Dev? I am chilling. I am doing good. Just got them kids down. So now it is daddy free time. So I am ready to do this thing and then get on the video games. Great. And Carol, Mick Superstar, McNugget, how are you feeling? (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling exhausted because I've been up now six, going on 16 hours and I'm getting over the cold, but I'm here. (laughs) We're hoping this is one of the top four of those hours yeah Yeah, i feel good with that number that's a good ratio am i supposed to be here for four hours no no no. out of the 16 we're hoping that one of those hours we are in the top four oh okay i I I was trying to math the percentages that's 25 percent, right i don't know yeah yeah yeah. it's 25 (laughs) percent. you're good good yeah (laughs) you do math Uh, math nailed it (laughs) Ah, now the only the only thing that's happened to me this week is our AC broke on Monday. Ooh, well, we li- we live in Texas. Yeah, I miss AC so, so much. Cold, I miss AC so much, and it's only eighty. It's oh, only 80. so yeah, it's it been can a get pretty week. stifling. Nine thousand dollars to get replaced. Whoa! Right? What? Nine thousand. I cried. I teared up. So what we decided to do, I'm going to spend my coaching money when I get paid for that. So we're going to be hot for about 60 days. Yay. Oh. Well, at least you're heading in the fall, so it shouldn't be too Yeah, bad. I know. It's not that bad. It's going to get better. Yeah, it's just this for, this week was rough. This week was whew. All right. Uh, it feels so great to have, you know, three PSVGers in the room again. I had a blast with, with our guest last week, but I'm really glad Carol's here. She's one of my favorite folks around, and Dev, you know I love you, Mui Mucho. No way. I'm not, Carol, I'm not that cool. <laughs> you are the only Nintendo Shack employee who has yet to tell me that I'm an idiot. So, that makes you top five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, real quick, this show is built on two main ideas. Uh, number one, we want to share some memories, get people talking, jumping on the Twitter, sharing stuff with us. And number two, preparedness. As in, we don't want you two to be prepared at all whatsoever. So, no nope. question we've asked every week in one shape or another. Have I prepared either of you for what's going to happen today? Mm, no. And I'm Negative. scared about that, bro. Love it. <laughs> now, today's memory. Really, really tough for me to come up with these ideas. Uh, we're the only podcast, I think, doing something like this. We're going to talk about our favorite Halloween memory. <sighs> no one else does halloween memories on november 4th but we're going to because that's just how it worked out so okay i'll start uh and then we'll go around the table and share these great memories and then have people laughing crying (laughs) so mine happens driving from a party so i'm in high school 
and we leave this party. It's it's me, uh, my best friend uh, Jante, who Jante is about five inches taller than me. I think he's almost seven feet tall. Jesus, uh, he's about three hundred pounds at this point in time in his life, maybe three to fifteen. Um, just huge dude. We're in the car, we're leaving the party. I don't remember what we were dressed up as. I know it was something super lame because me and him were not creative. So, like, I think one year I went as a losing basketball player because our basketball team was really good. So I borrowed a jersey from a friend of mine who went to another school. I was like, I'm a losing. I thought it was a funny joke. He did not think it was funny. Um, And so (laughs) we go to the party. We leave. We're driving home. Chante proceeds to tell me that there's a ghost in his neighborhood. Now... (laughs) Again, there is 600 pounds of man in the front seat of this car. I'm driving. I'm in my Jeep. I'm like, there's no such thing as ghost. He goes, I'm telling you, man, there's a ghost in my neighborhood. Like, you are a liar. He goes, yeah, it left the victim in the tree. I go, no, that is that is not real. We live in the 20th century, homie. This is not a real thing. There are no such thing as ghosts. Bet. <laughs> His exact words. Bet. I go, fine. What you want to wager? He's like, dinner tomorrow. I'm like, I'm like, listen, now this is high school. So like us going out to eat meant like we were going to the, like the nice Taco Bell. That was a fancy place. You know, dropping $5. We can both eat some burritos. And so I'm like, you know what? Fine. Bet. You got yourself a deal. So we drive to his neighborhood and he takes me on this creepy little river walkway. Like river to the right, gravel road. I go, we can't drive in this? He goes, nah, man, it's not safe. I go, of course it's not safe. You're by a river at one o'clock in the morning. This is not real. Yeah, you gotta see it, man. So he walks me by. Now, if you've been in the woods when it's dark and you are a city boy, it, it intensifies the fear. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm hearing things that maybe weren't there. Like no, maybe, they were there. Maybe it was the wind rustling, but I heard chains dragging. <laughs> Like, maybe it was some leaves, but in my head it was chains. I'm like, this can't be real. No ghost service. So we walk. It feels like a mile, maybe a block, like because that's how fast we ran when all this went down. So that's on the way back. So we get there. He takes me down the little, little like five steps down to the little river. And he goes, look at the tree from right here. I turn and look at this tree, and I am telling you, there's a face and a little hand reaching out from the sideline of this tree. And I jump. I'm like, no. Mm-mm. And I start walking away. He goes, no, nah, man, if you wait, you can hear the ghost. What? <laughs> nah. Nah. At this moment in time, I have seen the creepiness in the tree. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going back to the car. He goes, fine, chicken, you're going to miss the ghost, and you owe me dinner. Whatever. I'm leaving. <laughs> in this situation Jante is the only one of us with a phone and that's what we're using as the light so when I go up the little hill little, the little steppage I swear to you something touched my leg like, I <laughs> promise because I don't have a light it could have been bent leaves but in my head it was not leaves it was scary face tree guy roots coming up to get me and bring me down to his lair I may or may not have screamed like a baby. I may, <laughs> may not have crawled up bear crawl style and took off running. At this point in time, Jonte's not laughing. He screams too. And now he is running. 
And <laughs> it comes to that situation where I go, I can push my friend down because he's faster than me. He's caught up to me at this point in time. <laughs> and sacrifice him or I can turn around and look at what's going on behind me. So I push Jonte. Um, <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, no, this is not how this happens. We get to the car. We drive home. The next morning, he takes me back out there. It's just a tree. It's just got a weird thing in it. He's like, man, can't believe you fell for that. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's one of my favorite memories because every time I go home and I see that guy, he brings it up. He embarrasses me a little. And it's just it was, it was a good time. So, wow. Carol. What is your favorite Halloween memory? Um, we're going back to 1998. I was eight years old, almost nine years old. The Monday prior, The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, came out direct to VHS. The, the um, second best Disney sequel. I want to point that out. What's the, this the first one? Yeah, what's the first best? The Aladdin one. Which one? Return, Return, of, Return Jafar? of Jafar is dope. Okay, I well, I need it. I, I, I have that. that one, and I, there's also a second Aladdin sequel, by the way. It's called King of Thieves. I don't know if you Would had that. that. The third one? Yeah, Treacle. Treacle? Yeah, yeah, okay. Back, back to 98. At any rate. At any rate. Yeah. Uh, to go ahead and give background. Every uh, weekend around Halloween is the annual Georgia-Florida game between University of Georgia and the University of Florida. It's a big deal. It's called the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Uh, my family has always been UGA fans. I'm like fourth-gen graduate from Georgia, so like we take it very seriously. So, go dogs. Go dogs. Um, and my parents were going down to the game that year in Jacksonville. Therefore, my grandmother, who always kept us in general, was keeping me and my sister, and Halloween was that Saturday. Well, um, we got a sp- surprise from my mom the day that they were leaving, and it was Lion King 2, Sims Pride on VHS. For those that don't know me, I uh, am a huge movie buff to the point that when I was a year old in 1990, I was able to work a VCR without like wow. not even being able to speak. That's nice. Love the game right there. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, I still can't work a VCR. So, That's because they oh. don't exist. What? No, they no, no, they exist. They exist. <laughs> okay, good. I was, I was about to get freaked out. My whole life's been alive. <laughs> I still got one. It's 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 still in okay condition. But um at any rate, the only real memory that I have was that evening, me and my sister and my grandmother watching Lion King to Simba's Pride once, twice. We went to dinner. I think we watched it a third time before we went to bed. And literally, that was October 30th. Literally all day on Halloween, I watched the Dagum movie like, I, I, I can't even tell you. But to this day, my sister and I can quote the movie backwards and forwards. So that just right. goes to show you. Um, and I don't even remember what I was for Halloween that year. 
I really it's don't. A good movie. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know if that's a particularly scary thing or Halloween related, but it happened the weekend of Halloween and the day of Halloween. So that's probably the most vivid memory that I have just in general of Halloween. I know it's weird. Nah, I, I love it. <laughs> That's what, me a that's what happens when you when you get a Disney girl talking about Disney shit. What you do you guys remember awesome. the old karaoke tapes that Disney put out that were the sing alongs? Oh man. Heck yeah, man. Are you serious? Uh, oh that's, that was that's how I made money. I would oh. I would I would do I would babysit. I would put in that tape. Kids would do their thing. I would just sit and relax. <laughs> I, I don't remember. Yeah. I just y'all do you and I. That's the money. cheat code for baby. baby money, <laughs> cheat code right there. Love those. Uh, big Dev favorite Halloween memory. Okay, so I don't. I have never really done a whole lot for Halloween, and my favorite Halloween memory is actually something that I don't exactly remember, but has to be told back to me. Um. Uh, I think it was maybe 2003. I was still in college or yeah, still in college. And um, we went to some Halloween party way out in like Agora, which is a good 30, 45 minute drive from where we lived out in Northridge. It was me, my wife, who was my fiance at the time and my boy, Steve. And we go out to this party and it's, it's, you know, it's a cool party. But I mean, it, the alcohol is just flowing, um, and of course we pre-partied before this, so I, well, yeah, I get there. It's cheaper that way. Yeah, I get there and I'm already lit, and Steve is still passing me drinks, passing me drinks. That's a good friend. Yeah, he's a great friend, and I was also dressed as a convict, so that was also just it was fun times. But the reason why this is my favorite Halloween memory is because apparently I was so drunk to the point where I was in the bathroom. Once we got home and my wife starts asking me questions and I don't remember this at all. And for some reason, one of my responses to one of her questions, she said, what are you doing in the bathroom? And I said, call me daddy Pattywa. Those are my words. <laughs> That's what I, said. I will be calling you that for a long time. Daddy Pattywa. <laughs> I don't know what that was supposed to mean. I don't know what I was thinking or what was going on, but she said, okay, again, what are you doing in the bathroom? And I repeated Call me Daddy Pattywa. Like the exact same thing. I have no idea what that meant, why I said that, but th- that that is my favorite Halloween memory because it's one that I don't remember. And it's just hilarious to me that she asked me something and I said it says said the same thing twice, and I was just that gone that I have no idea what I was talking about. Um, yeah, that was my favorite because I, I, I don't do a whole lot for Halloween ever. We've pretty much just chill. So hmm. nice. <laughs> now PSVG, this is the first time for us. Uh, Tyler was going to be on here with us, but he told me he was going <laughs> to hang out with a friend. He said, like, a buddy got in town, they were going to hang out, da da da. And so he told me he would let me know. Like, his exact words from Tyler were, Coach, I'll let you know what goes on. And I say, Okay, Tyler. <laughs> so, Tyler, you are live in the middle of PSVG OT, which I, I actually really enjoy because that's who we are. 
So Tyler, Hi. the question the question is. Oh crap! You're I'm gonna t- you're gonna you're gonna oh, yeah, tell you're, you're us jumping right into this right yeah, now. Yeah, you're, you're right into this. This is this is <laughs> perfect timing. Uh, so we got Carol on here. We've got Daddy Paddle on here. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> don't ask how you missed. It. I'll I'll fill you in later. I'll shoot you a message. Um, the question that we're we're talking about is our favorite Halloween memory. What do you got for us, Big Ty? Oh man, favorite Halloween memory. You know, it, it's kind of boring, maybe nostalgic even, but. Every single Halloween, I get to spend with my great-grandmother, and nowadays I don't get to do that anymore because she's in the senior center now. She's 96 years old. She's really Aww. old. Way but, to go, great-grandma. She balled out 96, yeah, though. Yeah. She, she hang that, out. And, think. Let's not play around. It, she did great. But I would like to say that every single year I spend with her, especially during Halloween, where she forced me to be the person to put out the candy because everybody else wanted to play euchre and, you know, drink but even her you know her. <laughs> but yes i i treasure every single time being the kid i was passing out halloween candy so i could go back inside and play you know euchre with them i think my favorite memory would be shutting off the lights and then closing the window not the windows uh the window blinds so you know no one everybody could take the hint and say hey no candy here get out of here Second favorite memory would be I found somebody that didn't actually want to do that and just put a bowl of candy out right on the floor and said, you know, take as much as you want. So I I took a bunch. A lot. A (laughs) lot. That's a good... At least you didn't just walk away with the bowl. I've seen that. Not not, not the bowl. No, 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 no. I've seen that happen. Let's see. I I believe in socialism. (laughs) I mean, what? No. You've seen someone that take the bowl? Explain The bowl? Yes. Oh, my God, yes. What kind of bowl? Yeah, like just is this a little big just plastic little popcorn pump- bowl? Just okay. a little pumpkin bowl full of candy with the sign, take as much as you want. So I was like, oh, really? I'm going to take the bowl because that's how much I want. And they Dang, the bowl. that's cold. <laughs> just like, I mean, it's honest at least. I've I mean, never. That's how you feel? You, you just going to take the whole I, bowl? I'll tell you the truth. Like, whenever I saw that opportunity, I didn't take the whole the, the whole lot. I would take the things I wanted. Exactly. So I love, I love uh, caramel. Oh, me um, too. Love it. And so if there was anything with caramel in that bowl, yeah, that was coming with me. Like that Milky was way, coming out of the bowl. Caramel. Oh man. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love the people it's that get out like whole cans of pop instead of just candy. They just give See, me a nice small ounce of can. I don't like soda, so that one doesn't yeah. work for me as good. Like the only time I've li- the only time I've liked soda <laughs> is at the movie theater. Like if I'm at a movie, I'll have some soda. But if I otherwise I'm like, eh, I'm good. What That's- is the soda? That, that's what it's really called. This yeah. what, is, what is pop? Yeah. Pop. Is pop? Yeah. What is pop? I never heard of that before. <laughs> Coke is worth that. Yeah. Yes. Coke. <laughs> All we just say oh, is down here is Coke. Can I get a liter of cola? <laughs> Can I have a fizzy carbonated beverage, please, kind sir and scholar? So we got to get into our memories. Uh, I can't wait for when Kevin has to do his editing stuff. So. <laughs> All right. Let's <laughs> get like, Whoa, Tyler's here. Jeez. What's going on? So let's get into our questions. Um, so the first one, uh, it's actually from my wife. Um, she wanted to know, in your opinion, uh, at what point are you considered a gamer? We'll start with Carol. Oh, man. Why are you going to put me on the spot? At what point are you considered a gamer? You're yeah. considered a gamer when you um, have put the gaming uh, – put the control in your hand or you've been at the computer and you've played the game and you look forward to that next time 
that you can hold the controller or sit down and play the game. I think that's when you're considered a gamer. Like, I mean, there are casual gamers and then there are the people that sit in their chair and do it for a living. Um, I'm a happy medium. Um, but I, I, that's, that's, that's the way that I would phrase it. I guess it's kind of, that's a good question. That's, that's my wife. Uh, big Ty, at what moment would you consider a gamer? Um, I, I consider you a gamer whenever the game is <laughs> Dev, you just jumped oh, in for the time, man. Come oh, on, Dev. You know what? Big Ty. I apologize for that because <laughs> people call me Tyus. I don't go by my actual first name. I go by Tyus. So I heard Big Ty over in the house over here. Uh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> okay. Let's try this again. We're going to go with Little Ty. And then I'll go. I'll call you Big T from now on, Dev. Does that make it feel better? <laughs> I'll take that. So we got L- we got LT and BT. Let's do this. All right, LT. What about BLT? Oh, that's, that's when they're together. I like lettuce. They're solo one. cast. Well, I'm talking about the sandwich, but whatever. <laughs> I understood. It. I understood. It. Okay, All so right, LT. the moment I considered myself a gamer was probably the one time I went to a garage sale. I cleaned up my whole house. I was like eight years old, and for whatever reason, my mother used bribery. It worked. Hey, it worked. I cleaned the house. Got five bucks, went to a bunch of grad sales with my great-grandmother, or my grandma, and oh and behold, there was a Game Boy Color Pikachu edition. You might have heard of it. You might have seen it before. That's cute little Pikachu and a Togepi in the corner, maybe Jigglypuff. Doesn't matter. Anyways, my sister picked it up, and she's like, oh, look at this. A Game Boy Color. And then I snatched it out of her hand, and then I bought it with my five bucks because it was five bucks. And the moment I had that and I got my first Pokemon game, I've realized I had a whole world of escapism to you know run off to. And it was it was beautiful. And so I would like to say that was probably the moment I realized I was a gamer, especially because Pokemon was the rage, and I had Pokemon Yellow. Everybody else had Pokemon Red and Blue and using the Psingno glitch to you know cheese up the 100, and so I was fighting them with like level 60 primates. Anyways... I would like to say that was probably my moment. I gotta, I gotta interject because I just realized that we're talking about when we decided that we personally were a gamer. Is that the question? She, the like, way she wrote it, she said, "At what point are you considered a gamer?" I don't know if she's using you as in would you consider people or uh, you as in you personally. So uh, okay. let me change up the story a little bit. Uh, when I got the Game Boy Color, a glowing, beautiful light shined from above. Little Tyler, you are just, a gamer now. I was going to come in and, and be like, well, when I personally realized that I was a gamer, I was two years old, and I had the Dagum Sega Genesis in front of me, and I would not stop playing Sonic 2. Yeah, uh, I think that was when. Sega Genesis had that sweet basketball game where if you could get the Pat timing Riley's down. Riley's basketball? I don't remember which one it was, but if you could get the timing down, anyone could make a three. Like, I remember I would play as oh, a Oh, no, Blazers, I know which one you're talking and about. Kevin, I'm and I could get Kevin Duckworth to be burying three-pointers, and this guy is barely good at the free throw <laughs> line. I just remember the joy. I was like, I have the greatest shooter alive. It was just because it was a bad game. but I, Oh, no. <laughs> it's what it is. All right, big ties. How about you? <laughs> All right. So the moment I knew I was a gamer was when I first played Highs on the Nintendo. It was just like, what is that? I want that. And proceeded to play it all night long at a, at a sleepover and then came home and my parents got it for me like the next week. And the love was born right then and there and has never stopped. So that was when I became a gamer. 
But what I would say is when somebody, what I would say is somebody becomes a gamer is when the game calls to them. When it's one of those things where it's something that it's not just something you do in passing, but it's something you're thinking about. It's something that you can't wait to get back to. Yeah. That's when you have ascended to gamerhood. Okay. Gamerhood. Um, I, I just recently found out that like I I want to say about a year, two years ago, when I realized like I was a gamer. Like I'm all about it. Before then, I it, again it was mostly sports games and mostly playing games by myself. But I met uh, Nathan Thomas and Dan and Josh and this Brian and Ray. And when I met those guys and I had this group of people to play with, changed everything. Like, mm-hmm. then I became a gamer because then I just wanted to play. I wanted to play whatever I could get my hands on. Um, I remember Ray had 120,000 gamer score when I met him two years ago. I had 85, no, 70. I am now ahead of him by almost 30,000. Wow. Because I, I want to play and I want to play everything. Um, and so that would be for me. And for people, I believe if you play board games, if you play phone games, if you're playing a game, you are a gamer. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with the, the difference. If you're playing games, you're a gamer. I, whichever way you prefer it. Even uh, the next, I even count mobile. I love mobile. I, hmm. I play, uh, what's the, the Disney one? I'm hooked on that one. Uh, Kevin oh, and no, no, no. Ah. I love that game. Up here in the mirror. Yeah, I love that game. So excited! It's Mufasa, taking Mufasa, off. Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this next one. Speaking of which, you got me checking on it. Yep, this next one uh, has a little story that with it, and then we'll go around the horn. This is from Keontae, and he says, "With Coach hating Nintendo as much as he does, do you think there is a way to help me help him find some love for this console?" P.S. Coach, tell them about my socks. All right, we're in PE. Keontae's a very good athlete, fast, shifty, uh, good running back. And I see he's wearing Switch socks. They're these little Nintendo ones. Oh, bless. And I walk over and I say, we need to call your mom and dad. Uh, You're in some trouble. And he goes, what? Yeah. And so I call his parents. And his dad and I are really cool together. So, like, I knew I could do this. And I was like, "Um, your son's going to be expelled. Uh, due to some situation that led to him uh, basically breaking school policy is what I mean. Uh, he's representing um, vulgar material. He's like, what? What? He, he starts yelling at Keontae on my phone. Keontae, what are you doing? What did you do? And Keontae, Coach, Dad, I have no idea what Coach is talking to. Like, yeah, uh, your son's wearing Nintendo paraphernalia, and his dad <laughs> starts cracking up. And Keontae's like, Coach, are you serious right now? And I'm dying. I'm like. Man, don't be wearing that stuff around me. You know how I feel about Nintendo. So that's where his, <laughs> his question comes from. So, Caro, as the only person that I know, Jack, who has never been mean to me, that's th- this is the question. Uh, with Coach hating Nintendo as much as he does, do you think there's a way to help me to help him find love for this console? Keontae, bless you. Do not listen to Coach. <laughs> he is a moron. <laughs> Man, um, now the entire shack has insulted me. I, <laughs> I said, well, that worked okay. quick, by quickly. Jeez. Insult is, well, I don't know. And listen, there's some people that like what they like and some people that don't like other things. I am one of the people that really craps on Xbox, and I just cannot stand it. It's to each his own, to each her own. Um if it isn't his cup of tea, it isn't his cup of tea. 
I don't like hockey, but I'm obsessed with football. There are some people that think that American football is the dumbest thing on the face of the earth, but they like are obsessed with hockey. Um, there's something out there for everybody. And even though Nintendo wrote the book on modern gaming. And still um, keeps doing the same thing over and over and over again. Hasn't developed anything new in 30 years. Let's leave that for another debate. I, uh, I, have, I understand. I understand. My bad. We, I'm gonna, we, we got some words. We got some words. Um, um, <laughs> they, you have a lot to thank them for. But at the same time, if you want to branch off into your little Xbox land, what what do you even – your Xbox, right? Uh, I, I own all three. But, yeah, I primarily play Xbox. Why do you own all three? All three. I and like then, games. Well, why are you crapping on Nintendo if you own their console, man? Because their console has yet to make anything that I've actually enjoyed playing except for Skylander Imaginators. What did you even play before? everything though? else. Where's Breath of the Wild falling into this? I've – uh, it's Ooh, one of no, the lower ones not, on my list. I, yeah, let's move start. on. Devin, start Devin Christian, to you. <laughs> I can't help you because yeah. I'm in, I'm on the same boat yeah. you are. I have oh. no desire to do anything with Nintendo outside of the NES Mini and the SNES Mini. I don't want to touch Nintendo, so I can't help you at all. So that's that's why we're best friends. Big tie. Is there any way to help me find love for Nintendo? Thanks, Keontae, for making this really awkward. I thought it was Little Ty. What, what are you doing to me, man? Oh, Little Ty. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. LT. Uh, okay, LT. I'm a lieutenant. Okay. I'm, I'm going to walk away for a second. <clears throat> this is your inner conscience speaking. Please, <laughs> you must understand. Nintendo is the only way to go. All right, I'm back. Anyways, uh, I'd like to say that everybody's choice is only on the other. Why is my inner conscience a demon? Because you do not like Nintendo. That's why. <laughs> Who is that? Jeez. Anyways, uh, <laughs> God dang it. Anyways, uh, you know, everybody can love their own console. Like, I was on a podcast just yesterday that was like 100% talk, Xbox talk. Completely over my head. Uh, you know, it's okay though because people love Xbox for a reason. People love you know Sony for a reason, and I would like to think a huge majority really loves Nintendo for a very good reason. Now you might call them childish and all the you know wild stereotypes, but Nintendo is Nintendo. If they like Nintendo and they like you know the games that it brings, which you know I'm totally in that category. By a landslide, Coach Hello. Mo, totally understand that. But hey, if if you like Nintendo, you like Nintendo, and if they want to represent, you know, on your territory, then yeah, I, I really don't know where I'm going with this point. <laughs> I keep saying Nintendo, Nintendo, and you're, I'm going to put my hands up. Nintendo, 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 Nintendo. Okay, Kianta, you will be running for this on Monday. Just remember that big guy. Don't All right, next question comes. Give some up downs just for me. I got you. I got you. Next question comes from James. Um. He says, after listening last week, I had an Overwatch question. If the four of you were in an E-League, who would you choose for everyone in the group to play as, and do you think you could win? So, Dev, who would you assign to us, and do we win? Who? I mean, we're going to win because that's just what we do. I love um, that. Confidence. I'm going to give you Reinhardt, Mo. Okay. Just, I'm, I mean, I'm, yeah. You're a large dude, so it makes sense, right? Um. Caro, uh, I'm gonna give you Mercy 
I knew um, it. <laughs> I mean, it, just, it fits. It fits. Uh, I guess. Uh, Tyler, I, I feel like you, you're that Soldier Seventy Six dude. You just kind of jack of all trades, get it all done. So that's who you're you're gonna be. And I'm just gonna irritate people and be Hanzo. We're all soldiers <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, Carol, uh, who would we be, and do we win? Um, you're asking the wrong chick because I've never played Overwatch. I know of characters, but I do not know what they represent. All right. Um, but I would actually put myself as more of a diva. That's a great character. Sorry. I'm in a cosplay as her, evidently. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> Crossplay. Crossplay. Interesting. But yeah, um, I'm I'm deferring to y'all on this because I don't know what I'm talking about. Little T Izzle. <laughs> it's on to you, sir. All right, all right. Coach Mo, you're gonna be my mercy. Okay. Uh, Devin's gonna be that. my Zarya. And I'm going to have you, Caro, as May, and then, of course, me as Reaper, because I want to take all the credit. You're all going to support die, me. Die. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> High five. 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 <laughs> for, for me, Caro, uh, you would be my McCree. Um, Devin, you would actually be my Soldier 76. I, I, would, st- is, Mo. I would stick with my Reinhardt or a D.Va, someone with a shield. I'd be good with either one. Uh, Ty, I feel like you would be a great healer. And so on that, I, I, I prefer Mercy because I feel like I Mercy's skill set is really good. But Ty, my reason that I think you'd be a great healer is I, yeah. I feel really confident with you on the sticks with all the videos I've watched you put up. Yeah. So you could come in behind and, you know, protect McCree, protect me, protect Dev. I feel good with it. I feel good with it. I'd so love for you to die. That's what I'm talking about. See, that's good. <laughs> if you wanted to. Right? <laughs> I'm thirteen uh, right. zero. I need to be. I gotta have a flaw. I need to have at least one. Di- no, I wouldn't let you. You could jump off the pad. I'll pull you right back out. I like that. That's that's a good teammate. Uh, the next one comes from Mason. Uh, he wants to know why do you do this podcast, less, the PSVG thing, when it's a labor of love, Carol? Do you know what? I got asked this question today by the folks that I tailgate with. Um. Do you do it for money? No. Um, I do it because, number one, Donnie is our overseer. or uh, He owns and runs the place. Donnie and I met at GameStop that we are both uh, regulars at uh, during the Switch launch earlier this year, Breath of the Wild. And we just, we were waiting for the midnight release to happen, and we were talking. And... He really, like, I don't talk games like that except with my husband, but even my husband will admit, you know, you're in a league of your own and you know way more about games than I do. And uh, Donnie and I just talked to him. He said, do you want to be on my podcast? We need a girl. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this, is like this is like out of Mean Girls where it's like they, the mathletes ask her, it's like, we can get scholarship or something because if we get a girl or or some crap like that, I'm like, I tried to be the girl and they didn't let me. I I mean, it didn't matter to me. I'm like, (laughs) sure. I'm used to being the odd girl out. That is the only one that listens to or or plays video games and listens to the nerd talk and this and that, whatever. I've never done a podcast in my life. Never thought about the idea of podcasting before. Um, Mm. But I got into it 
and I started doing a little bit of the splash art and the thumbnails and everything. And I'm not getting paid for this. And I have plenty of other things that I could be doing with my time. But just the fact that I'm able to enjoy the camaraderie with other people that enjoy things that I enjoy on a level of like, okay, some of y'all might be way more into it than I am. I'll, I'll admit that. But just, you know, people to relate to. And for me, it's more of a going into a social, um, I don't know, I feel comfortable with it. And it's it's just something that um, is, yeah, a labor of love. But at the same time, I feel like it mentally, socially helps me uh, get <laughs> cope with my extreme nerdgasms need to like spiel about everything it's an outlet uh, a social outlet so i i really appreciate you guys and i really enjoy Aww. that question we appreciate you oh yep. i appreciate you too I'm, Carol. come here come I'm, here I'm, give you a hug i'm a member of the Carol fan club i have the coffee mug i had the t-shirt <laughs> but they sent they sent me a double xl and i was like that might fit my leg so that happened <laughs> My hip. Um, uh, may might go over the calf. Maybe maybe breaks the ankle. <laughs> um, Dev, same question to you. Why do you do the podcast as PSG thing when it's a labor of love? Um, like Carol said, like it, it's it's a social outlet. Like I love being on Discord and just talking games with you guys. It's being able to talk shop. You know, it's a lot of fun. It's an outlet that I don't have otherwise. Like none of my friends are in the games into that the way that i am in the games you know they'll play madden they'll play the cods um but they still come to me like when is it coming out what's new about it like they they just play those those few games but they're not into gaming you know um yeah so that's why i do this like it's it's a place where i can come and just be 100 genuinely me and be able to talk about the thing that i'm the most passionate about with people who are also extremely passionate about games so it, it's just a really, really wonderful place to just be able to come and be me and be able to enjoy the things that I enjoy with people who enjoy it as well. So it, it's just, it's that outlet. It's that social outlet that, that I wouldn't have otherwise. <clears throat> Man, that was great. I, I love you guys. It's awesome. Love you too, big guy. LT, how about gotta you? Care- I got to be careful here, man. I don't I don't want to say too much. I'm going to start breaking down in the tears over here. But, oh. you know, I, I was you're, a big, you're allowed to. This is a safe place. Anyways, uh, I used to do a podcast before this, you know, raise it off the ground. It was mine, not mine alone, me and my best friend and my fiance. And we we totally did podcasts together about video games. And it was that nice social circle, even it was amongst the three of us where we could just let everything on the table. We can pour our hearts out just just for that hour, hour and a half segment where we, we could talk. And it felt great. It was relieving. It was almost something I totally looked through or looked to every Sunday. And it was definitely that stress reliever to give everything about what you wanted to do with the game. And I, I know I'm I'm doing a poor way of explaining that, but you're crushing it, man. No, Keep the confidence high. Yeah. Like you're doing great. Well, you know, my best friend moved out of the house because, you know, he had a life and you know, he found his place down uh, out of the house went out of uh, the state even and times came hard where I couldn't do a podcast with them anymore. And so everything kind of fell apart and I kind of felt, you know, sad and rejected. I just 
couldn't talk to anybody. It was an addiction I needed to have fulfilled. And all of a sudden, I just, out of the blue, I tweet one random person about Zelda, and Donnie's bot program <laughs> on Twitter picked me up instantly. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He had a bot program picked up to pick me up. Beam me up, then, Donnie. And I was like, That's what he does. <laughs> I checked out his bot program. <laughs> I kid you not. Checked it out, and I saw PlaySomeVideoGames.com, and I'm like, wow, this guy really has together. He's done everything I wanted to do, and I did, but he's still going. And it's like, if my ship has sank, why not join his crew and keep the dream going? And, you know, I was really hesitant at first, but as I met more and more of the crew who shared, you know, the same interests, it was like I, I joined a whole new world where I could speak openly and, you know, be honest about myself and the times I played with games. And you know how it is, guys. You know, you get to talk about a game that you really like and you have fun with it. And then you get the, you know, argue the crap out of each other, you know, whether or not that game's good or not. And whether or not, you know, Microsoft is the best, you know, company for console games or whatnot and you know, what it is i'm just kidding no <laughs> i think they are but i'm, I'm sorry i thought it was first i was mistaken anyways uh <laughs> i think that's the reason why i joined is because i felt like place on video games was able to offer me a chance to be myself to be accepted and on the other hand i'm you know a glutton for attention so that's the other thing when he told me i was going to be the streamer i'm like why <laughs> <laughs> of course He's like, you got the materials? <laughs> yes. I'm an attention glutton. You know, there's another term for it, but, you know, family friendly and all that. But yeah. that is, that, that, that's my reason. I'm, I'm glad I'm with the PSVG crew. Um, I, I do it for my kids. I do it. So even though, like, this is, uh, it, it takes time out of our day. You guys all know that. It, it I, I sit down and I get the questions and I work on the little things and, this is literally the happiest I am during the week next to coaching and teaching. Um, there's Aww. nothing, nothing else that gives me this same sense of joy. Not and, even Madden? Uh, even Madden. Even Brink. Guys. Wow. Even Brink. Even Brink. Um, wow. I just love it. And I love doing it for my kids. I love, I love the conversations I get to have with them. I love the relationships it builds. Uh, and to be honest, I needed a place where I could be someone other than a football player. And this has helped me with that, with that identity of who I was. And it's, it's calmed me down. Um, it's calmed me down a lot. And I, I just really appreciate, again, what Donnie and everyone's done. Um, shout out to Big Kev. He does a lot behind the scenes. And uh, I don't think I, we ever tell him. Now, Kev, there's a moment like five minutes ago that if you do not insert the words a whole new world, when Tyler says it, I'm going to cry. Now I know, you're, now I know you're not even listening. So, no, no. fans, if he doesn't do it, you know Kevin did not listen this week. I'm just saying. Well, right. when, he's, when he started talking about the, uh, the joining the crew and everything, I'm like, we got to put a one – no, we got to put one piece um, oh, the original song in the background talking about the pirates, man. We're, oh, we're, oh, different song. I'm thinking okay. Mermaid. Right. Whoops. <laughs> All right. So, our next I question. I show you the world. <laughs> all my PSPG bots. Sorry. Um, so Chris, she asks things that you were the most scared of, uh, and she told me to lead off with this, so I will lead off because this is an easy story for me. I am terrified of snakes, like all snakes. Um, I'm next. Any, I when I go to the zoo, uh, I will not look at the snake cage. I will 
cover my face and walk by. I hate snakes. I've literally pushed my wife towards a snake because I thought it was a snake and run the other way. I will sacrifice my marriage. To oh, get really? snake. <laughs> I hate snakes. And she knows. Uh, and I, I don't remember who it was. I can't remember if it was a friend. And she was laughing because they had a snake and they were taunting me with it. I was like, if that touches me, we're not friends and we're divorced. Y'all know I don't play with snakes. They, the snake went away. They were fine. So, cool. Terribly afraid of snakes. Marriage. <laughs> Carol, how about you? You don't get to be afraid of snakes without a reason to be afraid of snakes. Oh. Mm. Uh-oh. Sorry, I'm a, oops, Hold on. Hold on. I lost my 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 audio. Hold on. Wait. We're going to have to. Okay. Sorry. sorry. Uh, I'm I can show you the <laughs> world. No. Okay. Shining, my... shimmering snakes. What? Nope. Nope. <laughs> now you're ruining the movie. Throwing snakes. Ah, they're coming at you. I'm afraid of snakes. When I was 14 years old, I was walking my two golden retrievers with my mom down the neighborhood. Time out. Time out. If a dog gets hurt in this story, I no. need you to blink twice so that I can no. leave. Because I can't deal with no dog getting hurt story. Okay. No dog. No dog. Go ahead. Mom walking the one dog walks past. Me walking the other dog. The dog walks in front of me. I am the fourth one to walk by. A baby copperhead bites me on the inside of my heel. Um, I didn't realize what it was. I thought I'd stepped on a pine cone because I was wearing flip-flops, okay? And I look down, and I'm, like, gushing blood off my foot. I'm like, God, just step on a piece of glass. And I didn't see it until it snapped at me again. Well, We get the two dogs and my mom and luckily a neighbor at that point had driven down the road and we all piled into her car and she told her husband to go get the snake in a bag so we could identify what the heck it was. Um, By the time I am back on the other side of the street to my house, um, the pain has gone from my heel all the way up to Mm. almost my knee. The EMTs get there and they mark the with their fingers, like pressing on my leg where it is and all this stuff. They bring the snake. They, uh, the EMT does not like it writhing around in the blockbuster, uh, bag that it was in. Yeah. That so should be dead by now. I don't know he's, why. He's, he's, he stepped on it and, um, I get to go to the hospital and there at the hospital, they identify it as a baby copperhead. And the thing with babies is that they release all of their venom because they don't know how to control it or do a dry bite. So I got the full blast of this thing. They only had two vials of antivenin at the hospital that I went to. So I get life lighted from that hospital up into, uh, children's healthcare of Atlanta in downtown midtown Atlanta. And, um, I was the youngest to be treated with the new sheep's blood antivenin in the state. So I had lots of doctors coming around me. That was 13 years ago, and I can't even look at a snake. Yeah. Picture they're, or anything. They're the devil. They're, they are the devil. So a whole lot of good sense. Oof. I'm afraid of snakes. Yes, I guess yeah. that makes sense. I got a reason. Oof. Uh, LT. Yeah. Biggest fear. Thing you're most scared of. I mean, I can't really, you know, trump that one if we're going to go in Eucharist term. Uh, I guess my biggest fear is, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get deep and emotional here. I, I would say probably my biggest fear is rejection. Right. You know, I, I always feel one. like I, you know, I feel the need to be in, included in every single thing. And so when I feel like somebody doesn't want me there, I 
suddenly start, you know, self-criticizing myself and, you know, maybe I'm not good enough to be a part of that. And, you know, of course, that's a common misconception. There's obviously a lot of times where there's reasons where, you you know, they don't want somebody in or they can't have somebody in. But still, you know, the moment you say, hey, I don't want you in my group, a lot of things really happen. And, you know, the my biggest fear is, you know, that initial feeling of dread and worrying and doubt that, you know, you're just not good enough. Man. Got deep. Yeah. Sorry, I, I know. I know. Hey, Snakes too, by the way. You know, scary shit. Hey. Uh, stuff. Thank you. <laughs> Death. Thing you're most afraid of or scared of? Spiders. Mm. I cannot freaking stand spiders. <laughs> yeah. Like, I saw arachnophobia as a young child and it scarred me for life. I Aww. they Oh, God. They creep me. They creep me out. In video games. They creep me out. Mm-hmm. World of Warcraft and spiders. I had a I had a hard time killing them because <laughs> the sound they make, what they look like, they're huge. Yep. It's just creepy. Oh, I can't deal with spiders. I can't do it. I can't do it. Like no, that, what's, ugh, I have to like get all my courage to kill them. Speaking of which, yeah, uh, tarantula. You've seen tarantula? I've never seen a tarantula in my life. Oh yeah, my my one of my my best friends had one. Man, if you no, played no, Animal Crossing, you, like, the tarantula in that one is a nightmare fuel. Is a tarantula <laughs> in Animal Crossing? Yes, oh, it's gosh. one of the bugs Why? you can catch in the summer. Oh, my gosh, because it's one of those bugs that you can catch in the summer that, okay, not only are they there and really rare and only available at night, you have to sneak up on them, and they will chase you and bite you, and you if you get bitten instead of catching them, you end up passed out in front of your house. Oh, my. Yeah, see, no thank you. No. Wait, a tarantula does that? Isn't their uh, venom sting like as vicious as a it's, bumblebee? It's well, it's the tarantula and it's the scorpion. So those two in the yeah. Animal Crossing games are the ones that do it. Don't ask me why, um, but yeah, that's that's some uh, that's fight or flight stuff going on right there. No, I will be Ooh. flighting, flight, Ooh. flight, flight all day. But speaking right, of speaking of the spider thing, actually, a few nights ago, I had a dream that a huge spider was trying to press its way through the door, and I was literally pushing my shoulder up against the door, trying to keep it from coming in. You don't have and, a passport. <laughs> it, it it started to come in, and I just went with the left fist um, and went to lug it and 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 smack it in, in the you know the big back, I guess, or whatever. It was Absolutely. like. Multicolored. Yeah, I guess abdomen or whatever. Anyway, uh, there's something else called. Well, yeah. Anyways, thorax yeah, or whatever. No. Yeah, so anyway, there you go. Nice. I felt it hit. Ten points to Gryffindor. I felt it hit. I'm a Ravenclaw, by the way. And oh, the, next thing, the, the next thing I hear is, "Ow, you hit me in the chin!" And I had literally punched my husband in the face in my sleep. Oh, poor. So, yeah. um. Yeah. Yeah, he said that I hit him with the wedding ring, like just the. (laughs) But I immediately woke up. (laughs) Oh yeah, Yeah, I bet he did too. (laughs) I'd have been going out the window in that dream. Yeah. All right. Uh, Last question of the day. Uh, We're right on. This is the longest we've ever got. I'm super proud of this. Um, It's from Sash, and and she wants to know, um, with Coach giving such bad dating advice. What advice would you give? Now, I want to preface this. My dating advice is not bad, Sash. When in doubt, ask his friend out is sound advice. Okay? Yeah, think about it. If you like a dude, but you're too scared to ask him out, ask his friend out. Because then you'll be dating the friend and you'll get to know him better. 
That's smart stuff. Like <laughs> that, I'm sorry, that's genius. Okay. Hmm. My other dating advice is stand on the table and sing to them. They don't like that one either. That that's how I got my wife. I was gonna say that works just yeah. fine. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> I would just I, I have no problem embarrassing myself in public for you, girl. So but <laughs> oh so because evidently my advice is so bad. Uh uh let's go with Dev on this one. Sash. Yeah, they're high schoolers. Oh god. Good high dating. Advice. Such a terrible, terrible time. Um right? yeah, no kidding. Jeez. Oh um, uh, yeah. High school. What's love? Yeah. <laughs> Dating in high school was the worst. Um, my best kids. advice, honestly, is just, you know, just get to know him. Be around. Become friends. Make sure you actually like the dude before you want to date him. Like, mm. Make sure you like him as a friend. Preach. Have cheese fries together. Cheese, never, exactly. Never date someone who doesn't like cheese fries. Like, have, have lunch. Have lunch. What have if just, you watch, can't have together. cheese fries? If they like, can't have cheese fries, then that lets you know that they're an alien. Uh, yeah, no, it lets you know they're lactose intolerant like me, and I nacho take total offense to being called an alien. Get thanks. No, no, no. Nacho <laughs> cheese like is not real cheese. Nacho. There's zero lactose in nacho cheese. It's all made <laughs> from I don't the magical nacho cheese tree. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it comes from. It can makes it makes me sick. So well, it makes everyone sick. It's not good for you by any means. No, no, it 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 gives me the uh, tummy oh, rum. Gotcha. Then I need to find an alternative. All right, so yeah. we gotta get to know them. Um, LT, dating advice for my kids, because my advice is so bad. Evidently, if this is high school, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest here. I'm gonna open my heart just a little bit more. A, set your standards. I don't even know. There's probably not even a A option here. Just one piece of advice: take your standards and just drop it straight to the ground. Yeah. You are not the hottest thing since NSYNC in the '90s. Mm. And so that being said, you. You are not fit for the hottest or whatever the heck you want to call it, the most fit person in the school. You are an open option to everybody, and therefore you should treat them as such. And so if there is, you know, a single person that's interested in you, you know, give them a chance, you know. Maybe they are not, you know, the the best thing since sliced melted cheese that's mm-hmm. not, you know, real cheese by Coach Moach's or Coach Moach's, uh I can't say Coach. Coach Mo, Coach, Coach, Coach Sorry, Coach I'm Mo's. busy fries right now. Just, just give everybody a chance, no matter who they are. If they seem like you know they're not the the top of the social cast, you know, just consider them. You know, you're equal because there's a lot of times in high school where I, I got rejected. I, you know, it was my biggest fear, but I still gave it a shot because you know, I I thought highly of myself. I thought I deserved you know a chance. And the same thing goes to, to everybody. I really think that if you are a cheerleader and this weird, you know, nerdy dude decides to talk with you, you should totally, you know, say, hey, you know, maybe you got some interest in my own. Maybe you played RuneScape in 2003 and you really like it. And I like it. And I don't know why I went with that example, but okay. <laughs> Anyways, like I said, give everybody a chance don't raise your standards in such a way that you exclude even yourself. Yeah, that's see that falls into the advice I give. I say if they can read and write, yes. If they can't, walk away. That's that's <laughs> really easy. So no, I mean, you, know, you say in English. I, I don't care if they can read and write. So okay, suckle the book. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I, don't speak German to me, man. I ain't about that. Hey, you didn't say All speak. Right, Caro. That's French. <laughs> I don't say. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, folks. Stop <laughs> yelling at me. All right, Caro. Oh, Better no. dating advice than the stuff that I say. Um, I'm going to be blatantly honest with you kids. <laughs> High school is such a volatile time. And I don't personally speak to anybody that I went to high school with. Now, that's the not the norm. I will say that. I am the exception to the rule, but it's I because, too. well, I was, I was thrown into a private school at a late time because the school system where I was was not good, and my parents wanted to make sure that I had a chance to graduate from an accredited school. Mm-hmm. Um, high schoolers are mean, and I know that the dating thing seems like it's the cool thing to do and that you're, you feel like you should be doing this. And if it's not what you want, then don't do it. I had maybe two boyfriends in high school before I realized I don't need anybody. And I didn't date until way after college. And now I'm married to the guy. So he is awesome. Don't, don't feel, thank you. Don't feel obligated to date somebody that, um, you know, just because everybody else has a boyfriend or everybody else has a girlfriend. Absolutely. Be, yep. be comfortable with being alone. Because yep. in the end, um, you've got yourself and people come and go all the time. So sorry to be a, sorry to be a Debbie Downer about that, but I mean it's just it's important to be yeah that's real talk right there. It's important to be comfortable with yourself before you have to worry about other people yeah. being with you. And, and here's the thing, like so again for me, Sasha and me and her literally like we joked the rest of the day about this question because like my kids know that my dating advice is there because they should not be taking it seriously. If I have a student use the L word with another student in their relationship. Oh, I make fun of them relentlessly. Yes, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, folks. Uh, love, love is a big deal. It is. You know, I, I've said this to my kids and they know the only reason I knew my wife was the one was she was the first girl I ever dated where I did not cheat on her. And my oh. wife, my wife knows that. Like, again, I was not a good person prior to meeting my wife. My wife was such an amazing person that she made me want to be on her level. And mm. built our marriage. It built the last, uh, we're going on 10 years, 10 years. And I, I can't imagine life being anywhere different. Like I couldn't imagine a world where I'm not married to her. That's how great my life is. Like she's <laughs> the truth. I love her. And so with that, like I try to tell my kids like you need to understand that what you feel now, this is chemicals firing in your brain at a mm. million miles an hour. And you don't actually know yet. Pheromones, man. And you guys, mm-hmm. yeah. you you are at an age around the. I mean, you might think that you've gone through puberty already, and that you got the, the gun, but not the training. You, you are <laughs> you are puberty is a continuous progress that mm-hmm. will go up until your mid twenties, probably. And you know what? You um, have a lot of chemicals in your brain telling you one thing, and the next day it's going to be completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with that, and again, it applies to some of my, my, my our adult listeners too. Uh, dating is really tough. I know it. And so I try really hard to let like a, a buddy of mine, uh, he was working on the whole online dating. 
I was like, man, you got to offer him some chicken. And he'd be like, what does that mean? And I'm like, <laughs> chicken is the best food in the world. You can't, oh, yeah. you, can't have, hey, you can't have a bad time with chicken. I'm like, just go get some chicken and the, you'll meet some ladies. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, man, you can go to the store, you buy some chicken, and you talk to the ladies there, and you share the chicken, and then you start dating. It's really easy. And I know it's not that simple, but like what I'm trying to explain to him through my own goofy method is this when you get older and you start dating, it should literally be a spark that, that starts something or a conversation. And then it should be the process of joking and laughing and getting no way another. And if you don't follow that, if you just go, oh, I like the way this person looks, that's not enough because looks fade. Have, uh, that goes away. Have any so, of you ever met your loved ones online? I have not. No. Um, I, I, met I, her, I, her I, her sweetheart. I got lucky. I was say, I, it's kind of embarrassing to admit, but you know, I kind of laugh about it now. I met the person that I'm engaged with for five years. Well, not for five years, but I've been with for five years online mm-hmm. in the That's same fun. city and all that. So I thought, you know, I just thought that was crazy. No, and, sister has, is with somebody she met online as well, and they they've been together for a yeah. good while. All so. right. Well, folks, this has been PSPGOT. We're two yeah. minutes over, but I think Crap. that we're we can't overtime. get yelled at because we're the only. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're I, the... What up? <laughs> I like it. We're the only podcast that was under the last two episodes because we. So we had some min- We had some rollover minutes. There so we go. Real quick, roll them up. Shout outs, um, Carol. Anything you're working on? Uh, where can people find you uh, on Twitter? Yeah, you guys can find me at the Nintendame on Twitter. Uh, if you can't find me because you can't understand what the heck I just said, it, just go to the PSVG group and you'll be able to find me from there. Um, I am currently working on chipping away through Mario Odyssey post-game and uh, catching up on all of the other video games that I have not been able to do due to personal uh, crazy real-life drama. So... Mm-hmm. Um, that's that. And you guys find me there. All right. Uh, LT, how about you, bud? Hey, Lieutenant Surge here at the talk, baby. Now on Twitter, you can check me out at two times Tyler, where I can tell you wild stories and other boring stuff of, you know, minute detail. But yes, in uh, twitch.tv slash PSVG is where I stream. Right now I'm suffering from bronchitis, which, you know, I'm working through the podcast and all this stuff. You know, every five seconds I go dead silent and start coughing wildly. So if you can't hear that, it means I'm doing my job right. But nice. hopefully soon I'll pick up in each and finish it once and for all. Coffin awesome. partners. Yeah. <laughs> coffin partners. Because <laughs> 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 we talked about Halloween and coffins and coffins. My bad. All right. Ah, <laughs> Devin. Whatever. <laughs> How about you, bro? Right, you're the boss. <laughs> oh, man. You can find me at Dev Atias on Twitter. Always talking trash. Um, about Nintendo mainly. That's, I was going to say. Fun. You're talking about trash. You're talking <laughs> Xbox then? No, no, mainly, mainly Nintendo. We were talking about Mario Odyssey's development process. Ooh, oh, Christ. Christ. Third grade. Yeah, that's the same model yeah. they use. I'm third not grade. lying. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> we, we can talk. We can talk, but we're going to push ourselves over. Yeah. yeah, other than that, I'm playing Destiny 2 and jumping into some Assassin's Creed Origins. Can, can you see the Destiny Shrine up in the corner? Can you see that? Of course. Yeah, yeah, I've been at the, uh, I got yeah. you. Got you. Um, and you can find me at Coach Hulk on Twitter. Uh, I'll talk about everything. Uh, again, I know I give Nintendo a hard time. Don't tell Donnie because he probably won't listen to this one anyways. I do like my Switch with Stardew Valley 
I thought that's a really great way to play that game. I'm trying to romance my girl. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Make a surprise. See if people can guess. There's a girl in there. Oh, yeah. That's a purple hair. Love it. That's my boo. I was going to think about it for three hours. Come yep. on. <laughs> so um, there's some things I don't like. I'd love to discuss that with you more. Please don't th- throw hate my way. Uh, I have a strict rule on haters. I tend to just walk away because it doesn't matter to me. So we love you all. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. This has been another PSVOT, and uh, that's game over. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. Find more great content at playsomevideogames.com.